Welcome to Best Friend Simulator, a quality hangout in podcast form with your simulated best friends, Josh and Dennis. Hey everybody, it's Thursday and you know what that means. Thursdays are for the maniacs. That's right, you're listening to Best Friend Simulator. I'm Josh and I'm here with my boy Dennis. Hi, I'm I'm Boy Dennis. And I have an update for you. Ooh, what's the update? I have successfully used chaos magic, Dennis. <laughs> Are we still talking about this? <laughs> you know how last episode we were talking about sun chips? Yes. Guess what came into my life later that day? Um, sun chips. Yep. How did they come into your life? I bought them. <laughs> okay, so it wasn't by magic. It was by financial exchange. Magic. Money magic. Magic. I think you're missing the definition of magic here. (laughs) Look, I just want to make my life more fun. So I want to think that by me wanting sun chips and going to the store and buying them, it's because of magic. So just let me have that, okay? Uh, Fine. But also, when you get paid, do you think it's by magic? Kind of. It just magically appears in my bank account. You don't think somebody actually physically or, or not physically, but whatever, computer physically puts it in there? I think there is a, a magical servitor that takes gold and puts it into a, a special receptacle that then gets transferred to uh, Boeing Employee Federal Credit Union. How are you in the Boeing Employee Federal Credit Union? Magic. <laughs> Why did I ask? <laughs> Great. Well, we'll hear more about this. <laughs> In the coming weeks, I'm sure, as you believe everything happens by magic. I'm a, a burgeoning chaos magician. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I have another update. I love updates. I remembered my very favorite porn parody from the list that we wrote in high school. Yes, yeah, so... In uh, Mr. Lasasso's class, I think it yes, was, history. Yes, Mr. Lasasso's 10th grade history class. We talked about last week, Josh and I came up with a list of porn parody Movie titles, because we were bored and also kind of perverts. Yeah, little bored perverts. Were. Were. Not like now. No. Now we're okay, so cha- chaos magicians and podcasters. You are a chaos magician. I am a podcaster. All right, ready? Okay, what's your favorite porn parody title from that list? All-time favorite. Milo and Scrotus. <laughs> Boom. Uh, which is a rip... <laughs> Of the dog adventure movie Milo and Otis, if you don't understand the reference. <laughs> it was like a pug, and what else was it, like a cat? Oh, maybe it was a pug and a cat. I don't even remember. That was fucking good, though. There's something wrong with us. Nah. Do you think it's we're, totally normal to do that kind of stuff? We're doing a good job. God damn it. <laughs> a good job or the good job? I'm, I'm Barry Horowitz and myself right now. Which means you're patting yourself on your back. Yes. Good job. Look, you never know when we're going to have a new listener who hasn't listened all the way up to this episode, episode 37 of Best Friend Simulator starring Josh and Dennis. So we have to explain everything we say. That's why they got to go back and listen to the old ones. Do you think that's a good good um, approach, though, is to purposely say obscure stuff or obscure references from the podcast to yeah, force you gotta, them? Yeah, you got to leave an air of mystery. They're like, what's that mean? Oh, so I, they, better, I better go back. So they think you really are a chaos magician? 
I need to go back and listen to that episode that one of them recorded with his laptop microphone. <laughs> That'll be good. Or maybe one of the episodes where you could hear the other person in the headphones the whole time. Or the episode, I started listening back from episode one, and um, there were a couple episodes where we just did not close the windows. <laughs> the most obvious and clear way to cut out background noise to close the fucking windows, <laughs> but we refused. We're doing a good job. Mm-hmm. We're doing the good job. So, Josh, it finally happened. Uh-oh. The doctor had bad news? Oh, no, that's been going on for years. <laughs> what happened? If you recall from a couple, uh, well, a couple episodes where I talked about the bathrooms at my work, uh, where the bathrooms are shared by many offices, so the offices all have a key, and uh, people will try the lock, right? Mm-hmm. So you remember, they'll try the lock, and I'll just have to be like, somebody's in here, and then they'll be like, oh, and then like, stomp down the stairs or something. So this time, uh, somebody just fucking opened the door, and it's just a one-person one bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. So luckily, I was washing my hands. I had done my business and put away my bits. Uh, Did the person look disappointed when they came in? They look shocked. Hmm. Now, what do you think I did? Did you take off your pants in front of them? No, I just kept... I just stared at them while I was washing my hands. It was a really weird... Flick the water in their face? No, it was a weird kind of semi uh, passive aggressive response. But I just stared at them, and then they were like, "Uh, uh," and then like closed the door. And I said, "I'll be out in a minute." And then when I walked out, I, oh man, I really wanted to just say something, but I didn't. Did you flick your lit cigarette into their face as you walked I sh- out? I should have flicked my toothpick that I've been chewing into their face. Ah, I'll, Razor uh, Ramon style. I'll, uh, Razor Ramon style. You call no, Chico? I, didn't, I didn't say anything. <laughs> I really wanted to say the following. Okay. Um, what the fuck? Or... Wait. You know... Wait. Uh, go, go ahead. So you need a key to get in? You need a key to get in. Are there multiple keys? Yeah. Every office on the floor has a key, and they're not my coworkers. There's other entities. And it, th- there's not a double lock on the door? Not, not on this particular floor. Some of the floors there are, as I mentioned before, but this one there is not. Can you bring one in and put install it yourself? Now, the other bathroom... No, I can't. The other bathroom that has a secondary lock... Oh, you can. I can. I don't want to. The other bathroom that has a secondary lock, somebody did the same thing to me last week where they just unlocked it and tried to bust it open and kind of bent the secondary lock. That's what it's for, though. And they learned their fucking lesson, didn't they? But then it was hard to unlock the secondary lock because it was bent. Hmm. I hate everyone. It's pretty terrible. So I was also thinking about saying this to the person. Um, you know, you can knock to find out if someone's in there. How do you think that would have went over? Probably better than you're just looking at them and not saying anything. Mm, yeah, but it's also kind of passive aggressive. How about if I said this? Hey, uh, if you don't mind next time, just a little knocky knock to see if somebody's in there. Wait, then so I'll let you know. Talking to them is passive aggressive? Eh, I think co- talking it's to them in a cocky way is passive aggressive. More passive aggressive than just not saying anything and staring at them? Touche. Touche. You've you've got me. What if you just tackled them? That's aggressive aggressive. He said, I told you never to do this. <laughs> that would be confusing because I'd never seen the person before in my life. How many times do we have to go over this? You're never going to see it. I'll never let you see it. <laughs> That'd be so weird. This is mine. What if I, as I walked out, just looked at them and said, Ugh. 
and just rolled my eyes. Uh, what if you walked out and looked at them and said, should have been about 30 seconds earlier and winked at them? No, that's, I think that's, um, that's like. And then you said, I'm talking about my poop. You could have seen my poop. Okay. I think it would go better if it was, uh, if you would have just broke in 30 seconds earlier, you would have seen my poop and then (laughs) winked at them. My poop and peen. No, if you throw the peen in, it's just, you're getting into like, uh, um, workplace abuse stuff. Uh. Okay, I guess that's true. Harassment, harassment, sexual harassment stuff. I don't want to do that. I want to make them feel uncomfortable, but not in that way. Although you could file a sexual harassment claim against them for walking in on you in the bathroom. What if I walk? Because they're I clearly out, a pervert. I said, what if I as as I walked out? What if I said, "You try to see my duty"? <laughs> okay, do that next time. Okay, done and done. Were you some kind of a fucking shit looker? Shit looker. That's a good one. Catching a look at them logs, huh? What if as huh? I was walk, what if, and then uh, you ball tap them? <laughs> no. What if as I was walking out, um, I just looked at them and said, "I hate you." <laughs> yes, because that's what I felt. Yeah, that's understandable. Because, uh, w- come on, you you knock on the door. If you have a key to a door. You know you are not the only person with that key, and you know it's a one-person bathroom. You don't knock on the door? Well, I go back to my theory that there's some kind of nasty boy trying to catch a glimpse. No, I don't think that was the case. I think I think people just, they have, they want to live on their own schedule, and they don't give a shit about anybody else. They want to take a peep at your wicker basket. <laughs> what does that even mean? You know. <laughs> The wicker basket that I use to protect my my bits under my underpants. <laughs> I told you never to tell anybody about that. Your wicker chastity cage. No one can break through, or can they? Mm. Anyway, I will be sure to let you and the audience know when this inevitably happens again. Please do. This is compelling radio. Do you think is that? Are you being serious? <laughs> I'm just thinking about how much we talk about bathroom stuff on this show. It's a constant issue, and it's it's not even our things that work or don't work. It's how people approach the bathroom and are annoying. It It's a constant issue, yes, but is it an issue we need to be bringing to these nice folks who are giving us their time? Look, I am just trying to continue a story that we started on this podcast together. Now, if you don't want me to talk about bathroom stuff anymore, that's fine. No, it's cool. I'm just I'm just kind of navel gazing, as it were, here. I don't know what that means. Just just thinking about stuff, contemplating existence out loud on our podcast while we're recording. I mean, we were just talking about doo doo, so yeah. Also, goes. who the fuck are you? You're the first one to yell about poop. No. Now and 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 your um sexual proclivity. No, never. Pro- prosperity. Proximity. Perpetuity. Wicker basket. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. I had a yeah, I had a minor friend update. We're still due to talk on episode forty. Episode forty. We're gonna talk about friends we've made through our hobbies. But last week there was kind of a garage sale at a, a space over here in kind of the industrial district across the river. It's a space that houses a bunch of art studios and some like shop stuff. And there is a fabrication shop that does a lot of bike-related stuff. 
and I've been kind of stalking them on the internet for a while and following them on Instagram and I'm super into the stuff they do and it's kind of like things I would like to do at some point in my life, you know, like mm-hmm. work on bikes, build bicycle racks, things like that. So I went over and I chatted with them. I bought stuff from the garage sale and I asked them if I could drop by the shop sometime and like hang out and have them show me around and they said, yeah, come by anytime. Look at me. Look at you talking to strangers. Barry Horowitz. You're patting yourself on the back again. You know what? I would like to incorporate the listeners into this project. I think that as you get older, it's harder to make friends. We all get a little isolated, at least the people I know. Maybe because we're all weirdos. But I think the listeners should, who are feeling this way, who are feeling a little isolated, time to break through, break free into the springtime, should come up with a hobby that includes other people and make friends and then let us know how it goes. Yeah, this is a great idea. Wait, now do we do we say episode 40? I think we said by 40. Oh, right. It, we gave us a month, right? Okay. So, everybody else has until episode 40, uh 41, right? So we'll give them an extra one. So this is mm-hmm. episode 37. So you got a month. You got episode 40. 1, 41. Yeah, the BFS friend challenge. Can you make friends? Can you tell us about how it goes? Let us know if it goes poorly. We'd like to hear about that too. Especially if that no, no, no. I want to hear. I want to hear the good stuff. If you yeah. do have a funny story that comes out of it, let let us know. Oh yeah, look, this is a little bit of trial and error. We're gonna see what works and what doesn't. We're throwing all that doo doo at the wicker basket to see what sticks. Jesus, what's wrong with you? He has nothing to do with this. Don't fucking mention him again. <laughs> speaking of speaking of doo doo. After he ate all that fucking Easter candy. What? Is he still at your house? Ah, check back a couple episodes for that one, huh? Toilet's still clogged. I mean, that's just... You're just being petty now. That's true. Ooh, mystery. We'll keep the new listeners in mystery. In mystery. Go back and listen to the episode around Easter for more info on that. Yeah, episode 30-something. I don't know. (laughs) Okay. Hey... Last week, Josh, we were talking about uh, satanic ritual abuse. Yes, and satanic panic. And that's also, I think, why I'm a little mad at Jesus this week, because I've been reading about this stuff for a few weeks now. What? You're mad at Jesus for satanic panic? Yeah. I gotta hear this one. This motherfucker let all this shit happen on his watch. Josh, um, step over here for a second. It just, I'm, I'm like, yo, Jesus, come get your people. Let's let's take this. Let's take this off, Mike. <sighs> Okay, let's go over here to the side. Side. Uh, what's going on? I'm fucking pissed off at Jesus. Is all because people believe in Satan as well. Yeah, because all this bullshit from the '80s. But Jesus didn't really have anything to do with it. It was all done in his dumb name. <laughs> <laughs> anything else going on? Like, is there another reason you're mad at Jesus? I mean, I don't want to get into it. But we're not even on air right now. I never asked to be alive, Dennis. <laughs> now you're blaming Jesus for that? Yes. Ooh, buddy. Oh, well, you gotta get back on, on the air. Oh, yeah, let's go back. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> that was... <laughs> Some... We ran upstairs to have that conversation, and now we're back downstairs to be on the microphone. I might, I might also start pursuing gaffing friends. Or you need to just download some sound effects. Yeah, it's easier if I do it live. Well, uh, a couple things we're going to need for our sound effects, uh, stairs, doors, and an old-timey car horn that says, Auga. 
And Jesus clocking a toilet. <laughs> Your job is to record that by next week. Okay. I don't need sound effects of a cat yelling in the background, apparently. I think that was your real cat. So, Dennis, uh, I think you're you're kind of beating around the bush. Were you kind of suggesting that maybe it's time for part two of Best Friend Signator? I was strongly suggesting it. All right. Well, guess what? We're back. And we got more Satan than ever. I think my favorite part of last week was the actual appearance of Satan to read his own poetry. I know. That was that was a big get for yeah. us. Yeah. You'd think the download numbers would be better. I mean, what more can we fucking do for these people? Do you mean. think do you think the uh talk about download numbers and a need for advertisers <laughs> turns people off? I think it's almost as compelling as all the bathroom talk. I think look, yo, look. Real talk. I think it's real talk. We're putting and it all out there. This we don't hold back. We're we're laying our wicker baskets bare for you to, to look at. Oh. Just burst into the bathroom of our lives and you look at our wicker baskets. You don't want to talk about bathrooms and yet we keep talking about wicker baskets. <laughs> I'm a simpleton. I'm sorry. You're a dang idiot. Anyway, let's get back into Best Friend Satanator Part 2. So, this topic keeps kind of blowing up. Like, we keep doing research and finding, oh, I want to talk about this. Oh, I want to talk about that. So, it's a little unfocused, and I feel like this is more, like, going to be a grab bag than it is a comprehensive breakdown of everything. Right. Just because it's such a big topic. Like, I feel like if I were a podcaster with investigative journalism chops... I would maybe tackle this and do a podcast about it. If I was uh, your your serial or your Atlanta monster type, I feel like somebody could really do an awesome podcast on this. I, somebody who talks about bathrooms a lot, probably is not the person to do that. Uh, I is probably not the person to do that, which is another example why I should not do something like that. Now, you can probably do it. Me, I'm okay. (laughs) Fantastic. Unfrozen caveman podcaster. All right, what are we talking about today with the best friend Satanator Part Two? Okay, so last episode we talked about uh, the 2020 segment from 1985 called the Devil Worshippers, which I'm going to post that. I'm going to make a note of it to post it immediately when we're done recording on, Ooh, on yeah. the Facebook. It's like 25 like, minutes long, but it's, it's it's definitely worth it. Oh man, did we did we talk about it last? Episode? We didn't. We didn't get oh. into it. Mm. It is the whole, it is basically like everything that people talked about when they talked about devil worshiping in the 80s. It's, it's got all of it. Uh, so, yeah, the signs that they, they cite as evidence of satanic worship are graffiti. You got your animal mutilations. Heavy metal music. You got missing people. And you got 12-year-olds. Those, do you remember the kids that they interviewed that claimed to have been like Satan worshipers that were 12? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Me too. So fucking weird. Did uh, they talk but, about role-playing games in that? Uh, you know, I don't remember if they did or not. 85, They. this was like the high time of that for sure. So I I'm can't not remember sure. if they talked about it in the 2020 thing, but we'll post it. You can watch it because it's, it's just, the whole thing is eye-rolling. It's, yeah, absolutely terrible. But it introduced me to, I think, what I'm going to talk about this week, uh, a fellow by the name of Mike Warnke. 
uh, a guy who is a former satanic priest. And I, I would put former satanic priest in quotation marks there. Mm-hmm. So this guy is, or was, uh, he might still be, is a stand-up comedian who also has his own ministry. Hold on, Josh. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on. Did you say he's a stand-up comic that also has his own Christian ministry? I know. Can you believe it? (laughs) Where can I sign up? That sounds like a hilarious combination. (laughs) So I'm going to give just a a quick rundown of his whole situation. So this dude claimed that while he was in college, he was a heavy drug user and also became a satanic high priest. He was only in college for like nine months. Let's, Let's just hit that really quick. He says that he failed out of college, and this was during Vietnam, so he enlisted in the Navy so he wouldn't get drafted to the Army. While he was in the Navy, he said he had his... He he came to Jesus, as it were. Mm. Um, Also, he claimed he was a highly decorated war hero, got about four or five Purple Hearts, depending on which of his books you read. After this, he was still enlisted, but somehow was able to go on tour with an evangelist that was holding revival meetings, and he was going around talking about his experience as a quote-unquote former satanic priest. This started to take off. He was discharged by the Navy as a conscientious objector, and then pursued it further, started his own ministry, and in 1972, he published a book called The Satan Seller, which was his alleged autobiography where he details his life as a satanist and how he found the jc uh so some of his claims in that were that he became a high priest in less than six months to a coven of about 1500 worshipers well look i mean he came in with the ability to just talk to a bunch of people making them laugh and believe in jesus so wait oh sorry he was a he became the comedian and the event evangelist after yeah, 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 yeah. According to his tales, he was he only got to Jesus later. What? So maybe his work as a high priest made him a good comedian? Probably. Mm. Okay, continue. It's like, hey, you ever been removing the genitals from a dog to burn what's, on an altar? What's the deal with all of the horn grafting around here? <laughs> <laughs> Need to work on our, our Satanist stand up yeah but that's why we're not mike warnke is i guess there you go so he said that during this time he was selling and heavily using drugs i think he said he had a heroin addiction thing going on Mm. and he was also a pretty big alcoholic he participated in orgies nice attended a (laughs) ritual with charles manson uh he cast many hexes and summoned demons Mm -hmm. Uh, i think he said he cast a spell to burn down a former place of employment who hasn't wanted to do that. Am I right? Am I right? Huh? Hey, maybe this guy's on to something. Uh, he was involved in rituals that included kidnap and rape. Oh, that's not fun. Eventually said he got too high in the organization and learned about a shadowy cabal called the Illuminati. Wow. Yeah. Which, I mean, this this is still a thing that goes on today. Like, there are people that believe that those in the highest echelons of power in our country and in the world are actually Satan worshipers. I mean, the whole the Pizzagate thing is tied directly into this. Like, people believe that there are these pedophilia rings that are doing awful, atrocious sexual acts and murdering kids, and it all goes up to the highest people in power in our society, and they're all performing these, like, occult rituals. Like, people literally believe this shit still. I think it's time that we come clean with the audience, Josh. Is it time, Dennis? You are not the first Josh 
What do you mean? The first Josh in Best Friend Simulator got too high in the Best Friend Simulator organization. He learned about a shadowy cabal. You're right. It's me, Joy Bag of Donuts. Oh, shit. The truth comes out. Hey. You used your one other impression. <laughs> Come on. Let's wrap this episode up. I gotta go sew, sew a tail onto a little kid. Wait, and then so, listen to King Diamond. So the first Josh l- learned about the Illuminati, so he killed him. And now the second Josh actually believes in Satan. No, well, Joey Bag of Donuts in this this farce. Okay, sorry. Is actually a, already a very high-ranking member who oh, stepped I- into the, the Best Friend Simulator organization to keep an eye on things. Wow. Your yes end there was very convoluted. Have you you know the way I think about things, right? Such it's such a backstory that I couldn't possibly figure out. <laughs> but so rich as a character. So, I th- I so I mean Warnke's whole shit is scattered all over the place. Like he yeah, he yeah. he contradicts himself often in his his accounts and stuff. So sometimes he makes it sound like he got kicked out of the, the satanic organization he was a part of. Other times he left of his own accord i don't know whatever so he kind of rocketed to fame with his his shtick you know he i i spent a lot of time that i regret that i can never get back on youtube watching interviews with him and watching a lot of his stand-up but let's be honest uh you have also watched many versions of uh the disturbed song the sickness so is that really the most you've wasted on youtube it's true, I guess. You know, actually, you could trace back a lot of the time I waste to this podcast. Don't blame me. Hmm. Uh, so Warnke, his his standard line was that he would go and, and minister to folks, and he had a lot of heavy material. He would get into what he did when he was a, a Satan worshiper and what these Satan worshipers are doing. So he said he felt like he needed to add some jokes to bring some levity to the situation. And then he found that over time, the jokes were getting more traction with these fine Christian folks. And he's like, hey, maybe I should just tell jokes instead of talking about awful things. Um, I guess that works. Yeah. I don't know. He's full of shit. So he, yeah, he he became really famous in evangelical Christian circles, uh, was a regular speaker at various ministries across the country, I think around the world, too, if I'm not mistaken. He appears in a ton of numerous videos, was a guest on radio shows, and is even cited as an expert by Chick Publications, which is another aspect of the Satanic Panic that I want to talk about for episodes and episodes is Chick Tracks. Yeah, you can't argue with Chick Tracks being uh, experts on something. They're the best sh- shit ever. So actually, I think I want to take a second here. I was thinking maybe we should let this guy speak for himself. Someone put together a very condensed version of one of his shows, at the Do You Hear Me special. Uh, they did a three minute and 50 second long condensed version showcasing some of his comedic chops, but also the weird turn that he takes at the end talking about satanic ritual abuse. Now, I think what we should do right now is we should watch this whole thing okay. and then I'll cut in a few clips of it. I don't want to play the whole thing, but we'll cut in some of the, the juicier bits. Alright. Okay. So, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome God's one and only voice of comedy, Mike Warnke.
told me this is going to be a Christian thing, and I can tell you right now, that boy up there on stage, he is not a Christian because he's got that long hair. Why do people drive on parkways and park on driveways? <laughs> what is daylight savings time? And if we're saving so much of it, who's got it all? How do you know when yogurt's gone bad? to nail jello to a wall inquiring minds want to know you know I'm talking about a little girl who was murdered last year 1987 in the state of Louisiana a lot of you think that when a Satanist kills they do so because they want to spill blood you've seen enough late night movies to think that but if a Satanist or any other kind of occultist kills an animal or a human sacrifice, it's not to spill blood, it's to release the life force. Because when the life force is released and you've done the right incantations and rituals, you can absorb that force, they say, and it makes you a stronger wizard, warlock, or whatever. Josh? Yes. I'm going to say this, and I don't want anybody to take it lightly. I hate you. <laughs> Why would you make me watch that? <laughs> that motherfucker said, you ever notice people drive on a parkway and park in a driveway? Which, the fuck that. Which is a Gallagher joke. Like it's his every shitty comedian joke. Yeah. Which, I mean, he's he's a Christian comedian, so... The bar is very low. And then at some point, he just veers off and starts talking about uh, a little girl that was mutilated by a satanic cult. Yes. And then he describes the plot of the Highlander, (laughs) where he basically said (laughs) people uh, that people in these cults do that to steal the life force from people. I was like, wait a minute, that sounds familiar. And they could gain power as a wizard, warlock, or whatever. Oh, um, also, this motherfucker looks like your stepdad. Mm, yeah, and his like ultimate flowy long hair uh, period. Ultimate flowy mullet, even like down to the dangly earring. And he had yeah, glasses yeah, yeah. like that too, right? Uh, probably. Yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> I think you remember him better than I do. <laughs> we should have called this podcast "Wizard Warlock" or whatever. <laughs> Maybe we'll call this episode that. Wow! Wow! Yeah. So. This dude was influencing people. I mean, he he appeared on this 2020 segment talking about all this crap. And he was making a ton of money. He was, you know, pretty famous. But in 1991, a Christian magazine called Cornerstone published an article that exposed Warnke as a fraud. And uh, this article was then expanded into a full book in 1993 called Selling Satan, um, which is a play on his book, The Satan Seller. So, over the course of this investigation, the magazine contacted over 100 people that were connected to Warnke in some way, friends, acquaintances, coworkers, whatever, um, interviewed him, and they also got hold of his tax receipts for his ministry. So, it turns out Warnke was actually a Christian during college, this, like, nine-month period while he was there. Uh, He participated in the Campus Crusade for Christ, 
During this period, he claimed he had waist-length hair and long, dirty fingernails. Pictures emerged showing him looking like a nice, clean-cut Christian boy. Hmm. Uh, He said he was with Charles Manson for one of these rituals, but somebody actually looked up the date that he provided, and Manson was in jail. On top of all of this stuff, uh, Warnke was involved in numerous affairs. He was a domestic abuser. And he also took money from his ministry that he claimed was going elsewhere. So he was a total fraud as well. His career kind of slowed down after this, but unfortunately didn't stop completely. He staged, he tried to save a few comebacks. I mean, he, he never got back to the levels where he was, but people still stuck by him. And he's still going at it. I found his website. And in the write-up for his website, it still claims that he was a satanic priest. And there's also a very conveniently <laughs> located donate button. Asking for donations starting at $10, going all the way up to $500. So cool. Oh, let's go give him money. Yeah. Should we try to have him on the show? Oh, definitely. <laughs> so, um, he, yeah, and he stands by his, his testimony after the Cornerstone article. Some He said some information was purposely changed to protect the privacy of certain individuals. But as we stated in the front of the book, the events are absolutely as described. So he wouldn't even back down. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> It's crazy. And of course, since I was on YouTube watching a bunch of this stuff, I was digging into YouTube comments. And the amount of people who still defend him is baffling to me. Like this dude is up here just straight up lying and people are like, oh, it's cool. And on top of that, there is a lot of that kind of weird hypocrisy where it's a thing I've noticed from some Christians where they will be totally willing to defend somebody that fucked up as long as they still say they're Christian. Sure. Like they're willing to forgive the worst human being on the planet as long as they're still on their team, but show no remorse for other people. I just actually heard some televangelists saying that they didn't they didn't elect Donald Trump because they thought he was a good altar boy. They elected him because of his policies. So basically, like they don't care if he slept with a porn star. Yeah, which is fucking. This uh, this whole topic is just making me mad. Yeah, and we're we have m- many more parts to go through <laughs> of stuff. Um, but I think I got a little something that's going to cheer you up, Josh. What do you got? Uh, I have a guest for us today. Uh oh. All right, you ready? Okay. Uh, we got a little, uh, our friend Satan wants to do a tight five. Oh shit! Oh, well, I had no idea. Hey, Josh, how's it going? Oh, welcome, Satan. Big fan of your work. Hey. Big fan. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks. Uh, that Mike Worky guy. Oh, uh, that dude's a piece of shit. See that earring? What was that, like two bucks? <laughs> anyway, uh, you ever notice uh, when you're uh, kind of dissecting somebody in a ritual and, like, you get a scratch on your back? Like, it's always, like, the worst time, right? <laughs> it's like, how am I supposed to itch this and still kind of look cool while I'm, like, cutting up this person? That's good. That's good, man. Huh? And, uh, you know, what's the deal with these televangelists, huh? They're all, like, like a bunch of wimps. I can take them. <laughs> It's good. Yeah. Uh, Donald Trump, huh? Hey, man, uh, t- don't look at me. Huh? You know what I'm- <laughs> that guy's all in zone, you know what I'm saying? All right, I gotta go. Thanks a lot, Philly. I'll be back. <laughs> wow, Satan. Neither tight nor a five. <laughs> hey, man, look, he just... He was nearby, asked him to come by. He didn't really practice a lot. He didn't practice at all. Oh, it was all no. kind of off the I, top of his head. I appreciate it. That's... <laughs> yeah, I'll tell him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you can use the bathroom. Yeah, no problem. We'll see you later, okay? 
I, he, well, he just he just stormed right out of here, Josh. I bet so. he's not going to clog the toilet like some people. Huh? Am I right or am I right? Maybe we should have Jesus on to do some stand-up. <laughs> maybe maybe we'll work on that, maybe. <laughs> we'll do it next week. Maybe I'll work with him to put together a type 5. So, we're going to keep going with this. I think we're going to do maybe two more episodes. We don't we don't want to do it too long, but this is just fascinating and keep we keep coming up with other things that we really want to talk about. So I think next week we're going to come back and talk about two of the the best known cases of alleged satanic ritual abuse. We're going to talk about the McMartin preschool trial and mm-hmm. the Oak Hill ritual abuse trial. One of which I think turned up very little. The other one actually resulted in some convictions. And then we're going to talk about the whole idea of repressed memories. Um, talking about uh, in regards to a lot of the satanic ritual abuse trials, but then we're also going to kind of loop it back to uh, alien abductions and other kind of conspiracy theories oh, that yeah. deal with memories. Yeah, this stuff is all very interconnected, which is the thing that's cool doing a lot of research on it as you start to see a lot of the patterns emerge uh, like around strange beliefs that people have cool yeah glad you think so it's pretty <laughs> oh it's totally <laughs> just staring yes. off into space Sorry, still recording was... buddy let's think about sandwiches yeah it's totally fascinating how it all kind of ties together even doing the um uh, research about repressed memories and finding some of the same uh researchers who we talked about episodes and episodes ago in regards to alien abduction stuff it all kind of ties together Mm -hmm. so it's pretty interesting stuff and so also next week we're going to read some of your mail so if you have some something you want to send to us fire away and we're going to read it hit us up and don't forget episode 41 we want to know how your attempts to make new friends has panned out interesting new friends Mm-hmm. Say you want to join a satanic cult. We'd love to hear about that. Ooh, yeah. Let us know if you've actually been in a satanic cult. Would or call us that. up if you're actually Satan. So, Dennis, I got two things for you. Shoot. One, how hard do you think it would be to nail Jello to a wall? <laughs> and two, I think that's all the time we have for this call. Oh, I still hate you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of Best Friend Simulator. Send us an email at joshanddennis at gmail.com. That's Dennis with one N. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at Best Friend Simulator. And thanks to Alan for the theme music. Listen to his podcast, Werewolf Ambulance, and Marveling at Marvel's Marvels. Also, thanks to Justin for the artwork. See more of his stuff at burntobuild.com. That's all the time we have for this outro. Bye. Bye. One one thousand, two, one thousand, three, one thousand. Stop. I can't stop doing prayer hands, everybody. I'm sorry. We were just trying to clap back in and Josh couldn't stop holding his hands together and bowing his head to me. You better have some Jesus on tap then.